Brooklyn do not represent the views of Radio Free Brooklyn, its staff, or management. Thank you for listening and have a dope day. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to What With Casey. I am your host, the one enamored of all things God, Kay Edwards. How are all my blessed and highly favored people doing today? Well, I have one important thing to say to you this morning. Welcome to October, right? This is the first Sunday in October. That means that there are only two months left to the year. Can you imagine that? We just started the year. I know we say this all the time when we get to this time of the year. As soon as summer leaves, we all say, oh my gosh, where did the time go? It's what we say all the time. So why should I break tradition, right? Where did the time go? 
Well, I also have another important announcement, which you should all remember by this time. Drum roll, please. This is my anniversary month. Yay! I will, as of October 20th, be going into my fourth year here on the radio. Now, that's something to say. Where did the time fly? Can you believe it? I can't. I can hardly believe it that I began back in 2019, and which seems like an eon ago. Because anything before the pandemic is like so long ago, right? Who can remember anything before the pandemic? But yes, October 20th, my anniversary day. And I will be going into my fourth season of being here on the radio. And when I think about it, when I really do think about it, I I had no when the first day I started here, anybody that listened to that first show, you knew I had no clue of what I was doing. I didn't know I I, I knew nothing about being on the radio. I had no idea what I was going to well, I knew what I was going to talk about, but I didn't know how to present it. I had never put it in a format like that before. So I was like a fish out of water, just flapping, flapping my way around. And sometimes I'm sure some of you that just listened to me for the first time with some of the technical difficulties I have here in the studio, you're probably saying she's still flapping around like a fish out of water. But you know what? I am a fish that although I was flapping, I did find a little stream for myself and I'm comfortable in that little pond that I'm at right now. Although it might be getting a little too small. The pond may be getting just a little too small, but that's a story for another time. But yes, when I first started, I didn't know what I was doing. It was learning something new. It was stepping out into something new. It was really stepping out on faith. And I'll say everything after 2018 in my life, everything that I have done since 2018, I have been stepping out on faith and just trusting God that he's directing me and showing me where I need to go. And like I always say, right, I always tell you, you have to take that first step first and then he'll meet you. He's not going to, sometime he guides you into where you should be. He'll give you an overall view. You need to be in New York, but you don't need to know. You, I mean, you do. You, we wish he would tell us you're going to be in this house, in this room, sitting on this chair. No, he doesn't get that specific. Sometimes he does. But he only gets that specific after you get to where he tells you your destination is. He doesn't tell you how to book the flight to get to New York. He doesn't tell you whether it's going to be a turbulent fight, flight when you on your way to New York. He doesn't give you all that. He just tells you, you need to get to New York. And then you got to figure out the rest. And that's what it's been for me since 2018. End of 2018, beginning of 2019. It's been boom. This is what it is for you. You got to figure it out. And you just have to trust and believe that everything that you've been studying and, and knowing to be true in your spirit is exactly what he wants you to do. So I say all that to say I'm grateful Always still questioning, but always obedient to the word of the Lord. And I love being here, being able to speak with you every Sunday. And I'm looking forward to what the next year has to bring. Although it's not anniversary day today, I'm just feeling very 
anniversary-ish. Because you know how I am with my birthday. My birthday is in June. Yes, I was only born on one day, but I celebrate the month of June. So why would an anniversary be any different? Yes, the anniversary is only one day, but I'm celebrating the month of October. You guys should know me by now, and you should all be celebrating with me as well. So, like I said before, I know I sound like a broken record sometimes when I say the things over and over again, but I say it over and over again to remind those who have heard it and to let those who haven't heard it hear it for the first time. And I want to say this, which I probably will sound like a broken record. Trust me when I tell you that right now you are exactly where God wants you to be. God has placed you in the exact space that he wants you to occupy right now. And for those of us who are happy in the space that we're in, we're rejoicing about that word, right? Oh, I'm in the right place. Oh, I followed what the Lord said. Oh, you're just basking in your own glory, right? And we're grateful for all the things taking place in our life at this moment, right? But what about those of us who are hurting right now? Are you telling yourself, I'm in, a, I'm in pain at this moment. So hearing my voice say you're in the right place where God, you're exactly in the space that God wants you to be in. You're listening to me saying, okay, Kay, what are you talking about? So are you saying that God wants me to be hurting right now? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. God never wants to see his children hurt. Just as those of you who are parents would never want to see your children hurt. God doesn't want to see his children hurt either because we all know God is love. We all know this. He's love. That's all he can express. That's all he knows. That's all he, that's all he moves in is love. So even when it doesn't feel like that to us, he loves us and is oh, and he always wants the best for us and he's always doing the best towards us. So when we think back, think back to last week's show. And for those of you who did not hear last week's show, you can listen to it on my show page, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. What would Kay say? Go into my archives. You can listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on Apple. You can listen to it on all other podcast platforms. Think back to last week. What did we learn? What did I, what did I learn that, of course, when I learn it, I always give it to you guys? Because I tell you, the learning lesson that I get is a learning lesson for me to pass on to others. Romans 8.28. And I'm going to read it for you from the Amplified. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. Right? We talked about that last week. So the answer to your question is no. God doesn't want you to suffer, but 
in your suffering, know that he is building character. He is building strength. He's building endurance so that you are able to withstand all that is happening to you at the moment. And also, because as you recall, anything that happens to us is not just for us. Like that stone that you skip across the lake and it has that ripple effect. It's teaching us to be ready to teach the next one that he might send in our life how to handle a similar situation that we're presently dealing with at the moment. He teaches us how to handle it and teaches us how to teach them how to handle it with grace, love, and confidence, the same way he's showing you. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow right now when you're in a certain situation and you're like, well, I don't want to be here. I really don't want to learn the lesson. I could really care less about the lesson right now. But I too had to learn that everything that happens to me, like I said, is not always for me. Everything that happens to me is not always for just me. Yes, at the moment it's happening to me. And no, I might not be able to express what's going on with me at that particular moment. But as time goes on, he shows me how this lesson that I was being taught at the moment is going to help inspire somebody else. Somebody else eventually I'm going to touch touch with this same lesson that I'm learning right now. Not it won't be today. It won't be today that I'm teaching them because I might not have learned everything in the lesson that I needed to learn today. But when I have learned everything, have gone through everything, understand everything, then I can then teach and show and help someone else through the same situation. So all that, all that brings me to our topic today, which I know you're probably saying, I thought you was talking about the topic. No, It brings me to my topic today, which is, what season of life are you in? And we're going to take this in two parts. We might be taking it in three, but I'm going to try to get through the first part today. But definitely, we're going to take this in two parts. We're going to take it in the, we're going to look at it from both sides, the natural, and we're going to look at it from the spiritual. Now, God has laid out everything for us to understand that there is a time and place for everything and that everything has a season. And depending on which season you are in your life, you will experience situations differently than others are experiencing the situation. Now, when you think about it, God has given us a foundation. He set the foundation that we should all be ready to experience changes and that nothing lasts forever. And we get that from Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 8. Now I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. There is a season, an appointed time for everything 
and a time for every delight and every purpose or purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, a time to build up, time to weep, time to laugh, time to mourn, and a time to dance, time to throw away stones, time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search, a time to give up as lost, a time to keep, a time to throw away, a time to tear apart, a time to sew together, a time to keep silent, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. Now, according to all those scriptures, there's a season for everything, right? According to everything he just wrote, everything that you could possibly think of that would change, he gave it to you. So when we think about seasons, even if we just think about earth, the earth has seasons. It has four, spring, summer, fall, and winter. And depending on what side of the world you're on, you're experiencing a different season. Like right here today in America, we're presently in fall. Right? The leaves are starting to change colors. The weather is getting cooler. Much cooler than it was a month ago. It's hurricane season. And see, the thing about it is with seasons, you could have seasons within seasons. Because we have fall, which is a, a, a weather season. But within the season of fall, we also have hurricane season, which has something else to do with weather, but another part of the weather. So when you think about it, if the weather could have seasons and God tells us that everything, there's a time and season for everything, then we too as human beings have seasons as well. And even within our season that we're in, we're experiencing different seasons going on, right? Multiple layers. So similar to the changes of the seasons that we are experiencing with the weather, we also experience changes of the seasons in our lives. And when we accept that these changes are taking place in our life, some we can't control, some we cannot, we're able to navigate and transition much easier. When we set our mind that, okay, we know that change is inevitable it makes the change, not that it makes it, it makes it so that you're able to accept it easier. Not that you can change what the outcome is, because change is change. But it lets you navigate through it a little bit better when you ease into it, knowing that nothing is permanent. Nothing is permanent. And when you think about that in your when you think about that in your mindset, when you set your mind to overall thinking, you know, nothing's permanent. Nothing's going to last forever. Things are going to change, although you don't know when they're going to change. When you keep that type of mindset, it makes it easier for you to go with the flow. Not that it makes the pain that might be associated with it any less, but it just makes it a little easier for you to navigate through it. 
And when we think about these different phases, we learn a lot about ourselves. We learn a lot about ourselves. We learn a lot about the people in our lives. And then we learn a lot about life as a whole. Because think about it. When you go through a change, your mindset, the way you perceive things also changes. Because you're looking at things differently now. Because that change has now taken place. So you're looking at it differently, which makes you experience it differently. And it also makes you interact with those around you differently, which then makes them react to you differently. So here we go with that ripple effect again. One change, one change in a person's life affects everything not only just in their life, but also in the people that they interact with. And we have seasons. Like I said, we have seasons just like the weather has seasons. We have a season in our life where we start out where it's like the season of spring. And if you take it in age categories, the season of spring would be usually mm, from birth to age 22. And like I said, uh, you'll be in a season, but you'll have a season that overlaps into another season. Or you'll have a season that has another season that's taken place within that season. Like we just talked about having fall, but then we also have hurricane season. So when we think about the seasons of our life, naturally, we have spring. We have the same spring, summer, fall, and winter, just as the seasons and the weather change. So we have spring, which usually takes place between adolescence, will it's called adolescence from birth to say about 22. That age is kind of debatable. And in this spring season, we're hopeful. You know, when you're a little kid, the sky's the limit. Everything's a possibility. You see new opportunities. It's a new beginning. As a child, you see from a baby, they're learning everything new. So they're curious. They're exploring. Everything is happening around you. Just like in the seasons with the weather in spring, trees are blossoming, flowers are starting to bloom, you have birds chirping, the sun is shining. Everything seems well in the spring season, right? Going back to us as humans, we have these dreams of, oh, I want to be this when I grow up or I want to do this when I get older or I'm going to act like this when I get to a certain age. So we're setting, we're setting all our, we're getting all our, our thoughts and our goals and everything that we think that we want because we think that is what we want because we only know one little portion. We only see what little portion in front of us. So that's what we gear our life around. So now as we move into the summer season, the summer season being usually between the age of 17 and 45. That's when we really begin to mature. That's when we really see, oh, all those things that I thought about when I was like nine or 10, maybe they're not as exciting to me anymore. We start thinking about, okay, now what am I going to do with my life? I'm out of high school. You know, am I going to go to college? You know, and if I go to college, what am I going to study? What do I, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? Because now it's no longer, 
oh, this morning I woke up, I want to be a policeman. And oh, as soon as I'm walking to the bus, I saw a fire truck. Now I want to be a fireman. No. Now it's, hmm, what do I really see myself doing? And what do I really think that I want to spend the rest of my life and my time doing? So during these years, you're trying out various jobs, right? Because you're still trying to get your footing as to what is it that I want to do? What does life really have to offer me? And you start making all these decisions that sometimes you end up paying for later on in the other seasons, but we'll get to that. So you're making these decisions. You're thinking that you're still thinking that you're invincible. You're still believing that, oh, I've got years ahead of me and nothing's too difficult for me to attain. But you have to remember, you still have that time where spring and summer are overlapping. So sometimes it could get a little messy. Because some people, they don't really transition into summer all the way. Sometimes they take that spring and they carry it a little bit longer than where they should have. So they become distracted and they start veering off into paths that they wouldn't have normally veered off into. But because of the overlap, you can get caught up and start going in directions that you hadn't really thought about going in. So now we're into the season of fall which is age 40 to 65. Now, usually this should be the sweet spot, right? Because you're like, ah, at this time, we're really starting to see our accomplishments of all the goals that we had set for ourselves. And we're beginning to feel a sense of achievement, right? That some of the decisions that we made were good ones, And we followed through and now we're reaping the benefits of them. You know, we studied hard. We got that. We landed that position that we wanted. We've started to climb the corporate ladder. So we're we're really feeling good about ourselves. But what about the decisions that we made that weren't all that great? Right? Because now we have this. We looked at the side of the decisions that we made that were great. All our hard work paid off. All our investments are doing well. But what about when we didn't make such wise choices, right? We always have that flip side of the coin. And now you have to deal with all the choices that you made from spring and summer. Which when you're thinking about, oh, you've climbed the corporate ladder, those decisions were made from spring and summer as well. You set the foundation in spring and summer for you to now feel like when you reap the benefits, at this time, but then when you set a foundation of something that's not so stable in spring and summer, you also have to reap those benefits at this time. So you might have made bad choices. You might still be cleaning up from past mistakes. You might still be trying to get yourself back on track as to where you should have been, could have been, would have been had you made the right choices. So during this time, we're actually really reflecting because when we look at where we are, it's like, wow, had I done A, B, C, D differently, maybe now I could have had E, D, F, G. Or some of us are saying, wow, I'm so happy I did A, B, C, D the way I did because now E, F, G is paying off for me. Great. 
but it all depended on what choices you made. So then we go into winter. And during the winter season, now see winter season, a lot of people have a hard time transitioning from fall to winter. Whereas a lot of people don't have a hard time transitioning from spring to summer. It's just that they may carry spring a little bit longer into summer. So it takes them a little bit longer to grow up into that mature side. But most people, when they're on that fall into winter, that's a difficult time for a lot of people to adjust to. And usually winter starts at age 60 until you close your eyes. So when we enter into winter, it's usually a time of rest. We should be thinking of a time of rest. We should be thinking of it's time to slow things down and actually reflect on the life that we've lived. At this point, we should be satisfied with the accomplishments that we've made, good or bad, because there was a, there was a lesson learned in all of them. You have to acknowledge that, yeah, you know, I did great in this. But then you also acknowledge, you know what, I might not have did so great in this, but I still learned something from it. At this time in our life, it's usually when we start to feel a little vulnerable. Sometimes we're saddened by the outcomes of our life experiences. When we look back, because we, you know, we feel maybe we should have done something a little bit differently. But this is also a time where we can help nurture those coming coming up because we've had so many experiences in our life that we can teach them or tell them or show them because our life we could use in this example that, you know what, hey, if I'd have just made this decision, maybe I could be here now. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, but some of us like to keep those things hidden. And a lot of it we shouldn't keep hidden. A lot of it we should expose. We should let others know because that's how they can learn from it as well. So those are the stages naturally in the seasons of life. So now that I've given them to you, think about it. Where are you right now? Where are you right now in these stages of life? And when you, although I said we think about it as being mistakes, it's not a mistake if you, it's a mistake, but it's a mistake when we do it because we feel we should have done something else. But if you learn something from it, then the mistake was good. Sometimes the mistake was good. We needed to be there in order to get where we are here today. And some of us, some people haven't even been able to go through all the seasons of life. And that's another thing we need to look at. Some people, unfortunately, never make it from one season to the next. And that's the sad part of it, too. But with every stage... We need to look at it as it's a learning process. It's a learning for the whole course of the way our life is going. And that regardless of what stage we're in or any decision that we've made, 
God was with us through it all. It was just whether we acknowledged him or not. But he was there. He was there watching it all. Right? He was there watching everything that we did, all the decisions we made. Some he probably tried to guide us in and we went the opposite direction. But even in that, there was a learning lesson. So next week, next week, we're going to look at the spiritual seasons of our lives and how God is there with us in those as well. So now I think it's time that we could take a music break. And you've been listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn, What Brooklyn Sounds Like.
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's now time for the part of the show that I call Op-Ed. But Op-Ed, we're going to do it differently today because everything that's happening Everything that's happening in the world is just crazy. Everything is chaotic, right? Everything is just, it seems like everything is just blowing up all over. But I really want to pay close attention. I really want to give close attention to what's happening in Florida. And the reason why I want to give that so much attention is because it's right here in our own country. Usually when we see places like that are totally devastated, we're usually looking at a Caribbean country or a country on the other side of the world. And we're like, oh, yeah, we got to send humanitarian aid and we need to do this, that and the other. Not saying, not saying that the things that happen here haven't been catastrophic. Yes, we've had the fires on the West Coast in California. We've seen total neighborhoods burnt to the ground. Forests that are just non-existent anymore. We've seen tornadoes go through the Midwest. That has just totally lifted up tractor trailers and everything else like they were Tonka toys and thrown them on the other side of the state. We've seen hurricanes even hit our Gulf Coast, Louisiana, Texas. Texas, when they had the the snow and the fruit, you know, they were freezing, no power. We've seen all these things happening in different parts of our states. We had Sandy up here 
in New York. But looking at what Ian did in Florida, it's almost like it's almost like the whole it's it, when I looked at it, it seemed like as if the like when we always there was always a joke back in the day because California used to have so many earthquakes. Every time we turn around, California was having an earthquake. So people would always say, oh, California's just going to fall off. One day it's just going to fall off and we're just gonna, not going to have California anymore. But surprisingly, it hasn't been earthquakes that's making California, you know, destroying California. It's been fires. And, and that's like the ironic part because nobody thought about fires. Yeah, we knew that it was there was a possibility because it gets really dry out there because it never it never rains in California. So we knew it was always dry, so they always had to brush fires, but they were always able to contain them. So back in the day, we would always think, oh, if something real, if a catastrophe really hits California, it's going to be an earthquake. That's what everybody kept thinking. But now we see it's actually the fires that's actually taking California. But when you see what Ian has done in Florida, I was just, when I looked at the television, I was like, I couldn't believe I was, is that here? Like we saw the devastation that Katrina did to New Orleans. We saw all the flooding and the houses destroyed and people just lost. And then to see it again in Florida, it's like, here we go again. Houses destroyed. People just lost. I heard one, just because now as the days go on and the water starts receding, they're going to start finding more bodies. So the death toll is going to rise. Just like with Katrina, a lot of those homes, there was people inside those homes, but they didn't know that they were there until after the water started receding. So when I was hearing them talk about that for Florida, I, the first thing that flashed in my mind again was Katrina. The same, the same thing where you have these people that these people that were in their homes that you're not going to know that they were in their homes until the water really starts receding and they can go inside because some of the coast guard, they were swimming to the homes. All there was rooftop. So they were deep diving to go into the homes. And I heard one report that they could see the bodies inside the homes. They could see the bodies, but they can't get to them yet because of the water. So I want us to, because we did, when Katrina happened, I don't think the focus was placed on just how devastated that state, you know, Louisiana really was it. We saw it afterwards and then things started, you know, taking place slower and, you know, people started really paying attention. But I think now with all the media coverage that we have, we can really see devastation like firsthand. And when you see some of those pictures coming out of Florida and then the fact that Ian went across the state, went back out, 
gained momentum again and came back in, it just makes you think about just everything that's happening, the seasons, the season that we're in, in the earth's, the earth's life cycle and how no one really wants to pay attention to the climate change and things that we might be doing to our own atmosphere when we think about earth in its spring and summer, the things that we might have done to it that now, I don't know what season we're in. We could be in fall season in earth. I don't know. I would have to go back and search the years and since I'm not into all that space science stuff, but just think about it, just simplistically. All the things that we did in the earth in the spring and summer of its growing or its evolution or its changing, we're now in another season of earth where we're reaping everything that was sowed in that spring and summer season. So we are going to have more catastrophic weather patterns and hurricanes and dry seasons and droughts and droughts in places that normally don't have droughts or hurricanes hitting like when it hit Canada, who had never seen a hurricane. They don't even make it up that far because the water is usually so cold. By the time it gets up the East Coast, it's already going out to sea. Because it it doesn't have any momentum anymore. But the one that hit Canada last month or a couple of weeks ago devastated that part of North America. So when God told us in Ecclesiastics about the changes, about how there's going to be a time for everything, we really have to start paying attention to There's going to be a time for everything. And all these catastrophes that are happening, all these storms that are coming about, it's just another way of telling us, "Mm, now you have to deal with this. This is what you planted from before. So now you're reaping the consequences of the decisions that were made from earlier. So we really need to pay attention to everything going on. So that's what I wanted to talk about in op-ed. Just prayers for the people in Florida. I know probably some of you have family, friends that are in Florida that you haven't heard from because there's some that they don't even have, they still don't have power. So it's hard to get in touch with people. So we just have to pray that Everything gets done that they needed to have done. And just pray for the families that might have really been affected by everything that happened from Hurricane Ian. And I want to also mention that October is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And that we have to be ever so mindful of as well. Because even though we have these big catastrophes going on, Ian is spreading his wrath among all the states, whatever he wants to hit, dropping water and everything. We have little, little pockets of chaos going on in people's lives in their own homes. So I want us to be mindful of that too. 
and let our prayers be directed toward those people that are suffering through that as well. And if you are a victim of domestic violence, there's an 800 number. It's 1-800-799-SAFE that you can call or if you know someone who's a victim of domestic violence, you can make that call for them perhaps. But in all things, let's keep everyone suffering through something at this moment in this month of October. Let's keep everyone in prayer because everywhere around the world, something is jumping off. You have in Iran, the women that are burning their head coverings, cutting their hair in the street. The government is killing these people. They're killing them. They're shooting them because they don't want all that eruption and chaos going on. But just think about it. Everything is going through a change in every part of the world. So that's got to be a message of some sort. But in all of it, the message for us is to keep everything in prayer and that God's will is done in all things. Regardless of how chaotic it may appear, let God's will be done in all things. And that ends up at And now since we have a new month, this being the first Sunday in October, we have a new month and our new word is deliberate. Now, last month's word was study. This month's word is deliberate. And if you take the adjective of deliberate, it means done consciously and intentionally. But if you take the verb side of deliberate, it means engage in long and careful consideration. So either one, if you use it as an adjective or you use it as a verb, we need to be paying attention. Once again, he's telling us, pay attention. And our promise for this week is going to come from Hebrews 13.8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today, and forever. So regardless of the changes that we're experiencing, regardless of the seasons that we're experiencing in our life, in the world, with all the chaos going on, one thing we can remember, Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And with that, I say I want everyone to have a wonderful first day, well, first Sunday of October. It's kind of blistery outside. It's cold. It's windy. We're still feeling the effects of Ian. He's still around making his presence known. Be safe in whatever you do. Be careful in whatever you do. Like I said, keep everyone in prayer, love one another, and until God brings us together again next week, peace.
Everything turns and turns, turns. There is a season.